Hey guys, welcome back to Beating Being Fine. Today's episode is going to be about anxiety and our different coping mechanisms and our personal experiences and how it's affected our lives, our worldview, perspective, all sorts of things. Just anxiety and as a whole, I guess. Yeah. So Gracie's going to start <laughs> because I love her so much and I also have zero idea about what I want to say. Wonderful! <laughs> Gracie's gonna talk. <laughs> okay, so I let's start with background, our experiences, because we've had pretty different experiences in general, I feel. So I have had pretty bad anxiety since I was a toddler. It started off as separation anxiety, and then over time it's kind of evolved into being performance anxiety, social anxiety, but like all the other stuff and just like non-situational anxiety. I've been in therapy for many years, um, which affects my experience with that. And I'm at a point where I have been talking about medications. I'm not going to be medicated, but like that's kind of the level of anxiety that I'm at where I was considering that for a long time. We can get into symptoms and stuff later if you want, but your turn. Coping mechanisms. Yeah, but also it's like how our symptoms arise, how our anxiety presents itself. So my anxiety is a lot different from Gracie's. I was never an anxious kid. If you walked up to me two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago, three, three years ago, and told me that I would be having anxiety, I would have laughed in your face. I promise you. If you had told me a lot about my life now, three years ago, I would have told you that you were actually insane. I know Gracie can agree with this statement because... I do. I very much do. She's known me for quite a bit. What's it been? Six years? Six years. Oh so my God, That's... Whoa. We haven't been friends for six years. We've been acquaintances for most of that time. Yeah. We'll get into that later. We, Anyhow. We can, we can do background on our friendship in a couple episodes. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that episode 10. <laughs> Keep us, um... What's the word? Keep us going. Continue. Accountable. Yeah. Keep us accountable. Episode 10, you're going to learn about how we became friends. So I have anxiety. What kind of anxiety? I'm not sure. Like it was never pinpointed. Like Gracie said, hers originally started as separation anxiety and just generally evolved from there. Um, Due to childhood experience. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot of people's anxiety evolves with the events in their life in the major causes of trauma or things like that. Look at Gracie being all smart in therapy. <laughs> also, my dad is a therapist. So, so that does affect things um, because I was raised like that. And then I've also had two therapists of my own. So I have different, like multiple different perspectives. And my dad had a group practice. So I was just kind of raised around a clan of sex therapists and stuff like that. <laughs> Newsflash, Gracie's dad is not only a therapist, but also a sex therapist. He also has a podcast. Yeah, this is... Okay. We're in the we're in the duo, but yeah. yeah. I'll um, let you keep going, I'll stop interrupting you. I don't have anxiety around COVID, shockingly. Like I know a chill. lot of people are very anxious about it. And I'm not surprisingly. I think my anxiety more stems from I have PTSD from certain like traumatic experiences that I've had in my life. And I think that like from there stems a lot of my anxiety. Yeah. For instance, last, I guess if we're going to go into like where I think a lot of my anxiety comes from is last May, June time, I oh, went- this saga. This saga, yes. Oh God. <laughs> so I went into the hospital for kidney stones 
Not once, not twice, but three times I was admitted to the ER before I was finally admitted to overnight stay. And then the first doctor screwed up my surgery, so I had to go in for another surgery. Anyhow, obviously this whole thing happened over five weeks, and I... Now, every time I have like side pain or my pee is a certain color, I flip out. Like I have a ton of internal anxiety over it. Like if I have side pain, I instantly will like shut down sometimes. It's because you don't, it was a tough experience. And I was there with you that time. And like, I was talking to you and like, you were freaked out and you were stressed out because you had the competition coming up and like, a lot of things were happening and you're just scared that it's gonna mess up your life again. Yeah, I'd also like to mention that two days after I got my stent taken out from surgery, I flew out to go to competition in Florida. Yeah, that, that was not good timing for you. Wasn't the best timing on my end because it did affect like my next competition experiences. Oh God. Okay, I guess we're gonna talk coping mechanisms now. Yeah, coping mechanisms, okay. So my anxiety has always presented itself in a very physical way. So like, get nauseous. I get sick when I was like when I was little. It would like, there'd be physical consequences. And also like over time because I've had anxiety my entire life, I don't really have to think about my coping mechanisms anymore. Like I kind of just start unconsciously like having like regulating my breathing patterns and like I'll separate myself from triggering situations and I'll give myself space and like my subconscious just kind of moves me into a situation that is less anxiety inducing and gets me away from as many triggers as possible. Something that I can't talk about that I do consciously do is so after I have like a good cry or a major panic attack and I'm at home and or like I've gotten home from having that somewhere else, what I do is I take a shower and I just like wash the anxiety off of my body and I like let it out and then I put on clean pajamas and I make myself tea and an ice water um, because like the difference in temperatures helps me calm down and like, cause of the warmth and the cool and like it just helps. And then I sit in my bed and I read or I watch Netflix or I do whatever. And if I have a lot of things that I have to do, like I give myself 20 to 30 minutes to just give myself a space to recover so that way I can go into whatever I need to do and be okay. And it's like, I just go, I get comfortable and I give myself a little bit of time and I let myself process it. Anyway, yeah, that's my, that's my system. I don't really, like my anxiety mechanisms are so subconscious that like I, I'm like, I'm sure I could talk about like having a longer exhale than an inhale and how that's helpful. But like, that's kind of more of a common thing. Like I don't really have anything else that's like special. So when Gracie first heard about my coping mechanism, she was very surprised. (laughs) She doesn't think it might not be helpful for you guys because this is a very me thing to do. This is something that I've trained to do. Yeah, well, I mean, it might be helpful to somebody who has a similar brain space. Yeah. But it's very hard to come across somebody like that, usually. Very unique. Love you. Love you, too. Anyhow, so um, all my life, I've just kind of been able to, like, make space. I make space for stuff, you know? Which is probably why I'm such, so overloaded activity-wise. But when I sense anxiety coming on, I take a minute, take a deep breath, 
And then I think to myself, where am I going to allow myself to have anxiety? Because a lot of people's coping mechanisms involves like distracting and getting away from the triggers and like trying to like push it away and stop it as soon as possible. But on my end, I kind of just sit. And even if I'm doing stuff, I'll make a space in my brain where I can let the anxiety be. The anxiety is just part of me and I just let it be. And eventually it'll pass. We do it differently. Yeah, no, I do it like I because I can feel where the anxiety is in my body. Like my anxiety, like the tension is more in my chest and my back. And I just kind of like when I'm in the shower, I like push it out of those places and just like let it flow out of my body. And you like give yourself space to just like feel it through all the way. Yeah. It's just like when you have pain or when I have pain. I like physical pain like when I'm in physical pain like cramping or like some kind of pain that isn't necessarily natural no pain should be natural just to make that clear yes I like to just let it be like I'm not the kind of person who is who will drug myself like Advil or Tylenol when I have something wrong I just kind of like accept that the pain is part of my body and is letting me know that something is wrong or something needs to be looked at. And that's it's the same thing with my anxiety. Like, I see that there's something going on in my body that my body isn't ready for just yet. So I let it be, and then it'll pass, or I'll have a moment to, like, sit there with it. Like, if it's bad, I will, like, meditate my with my anxiety, you know? And I won't focus on my breathing, but I'll focus on, like, what is causing my anxiety to be so high in this moment. Or who is causing it? Or am I not shielding my mental brain enough? Because I'm very much an empathic person. Because we're such an empath. Like, it's, it's, I have never met somebody who's as much of an empath as you are. I'm not sure if that's a compliment. I will take it as such. It's, it's truth. Take it as truth. Okay, I'll take it as truth. So if I'm not devoting enough mental energy to, like, making sure I'm not absorbing everybody else's shit that's going on, I freak out without noticing. And then I can never figure out why. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of my coping mechanism. You just, you just kind of like let it out. I kind of just let it be. Like I accept that my anxiety is there. Yeah. And it's part of me and it's not something that was going to change and it will pass with time. And that's kind of my motto um, you hang around me enough, you will hear this too shall pass enough times to make the your brain explode. of times I've heard that in this week alone, like, you never used to say that around me that much, but recently, it's like a daily thing. It's like, I'll be gonna be like, this too shall pass, and I'm like, what? Like, it's a daily affirmation. You just put that out of your wherever. It's <laughs> just, ugh. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to add? Just keep in mind, everybody's experience with anxiety is unique, and... Also, we are not doctors. Yes, we are not doctors. We are teenagers who were here to help you with our We're just giving you advice and letting you know that you aren't alone. This is normal.